0: I got to tell you, I – guys, I – look, I was going to podcast last week because I had so much content from the St. Louis trip that I, I – I, I I don't know. Guys, look, I was really tired, okay? And by the end of this podcast, you're going to understand what I mean by your boy was really tired because – I was very tired. You're going to get tired listening to me today. I have been known time to time to drop a little rant here and there. But when I tell you this is possibly going to be the longest podcast, that. you know what? Maybe it fucking won't be. Okay? But there is so much that goes into, God damn it. <laughs> there is so much that goes into this story and I cannot wait to share it and I cannot wait to talk about it, Um, because I need to put this in the past. This was the worst travel of my life. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. All right. do a little different from now on. I'm gonna give you a little intro. I'm gonna give you a little bit of what's gonna come. And then we'll go into uh, we'll go into the pod. So intro theme song into the pod. So don't think that you don't think that you turn this on and the you know you caught me halfway through. This is this is this is how it's gonna go babies. Okay. I honestly I don't even know where to begin. Um, I I don't even know where to begin. Okay, so every year um, in June, uh, Amy works for and with this company, First Form, which um, hands down is the best uh, supplement. Uh, oh God, they started as a supplement company, but... Uh now they're more they do clothing, they do apparel. I just said the same thing fucking twice. Ah. Whatever you want to call the things that clothe you and keep you warm, make you look sexy, that's what they do. <laughs> um and they're based in St. Louis. Uh they have a massive, massive they're huge, massive facility. Um uh, you know they're right next to a goddamn Amazon fulfillment center. So to give you an idea of scale of how big they are, they're big. Um, Amy has been working with them for oh God, the beginning seven, eight years, something like that. Um, so every year they do this thing called Summer Smash, where it's like uh, they you could you could you're invited to it if you're a certain level of trainer, but you can also buy tickets, which Holy shit, if I lived in St. Louis, because I will go into this, uh, y- you couldn't pay me enough to live there, number one. Number dos, um, you can buy tickets. Now, for. I think the tickets were like 200 bucks. which, holy shit, you get so much for $200, which you will hear me talk about throughout this. Um, but anyway, so like it starts Thursday, I think. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They have a big concert Saturday night, carnival concert. And usually most people leave on a Sunday morning. We didn't leave till Monday morning at o' oh, dark 30. And uh, that will just further feed into this whole fucking story. So, <laughs> okay. So last year was my first trip down there. And I talked about that, I believe uh, on the pod. Um, now they had the, the, surprise concert, which they never tell anybody who's going to be there. Okay. Um, and last year, what was it? It was flow rider, which, you know, had to change my draws after that flow rider fucking flow himself. Uh, Nelly, which seen too much of Nelly discussed that in the past as well. More than anybody should see Nelly in their lifetime. Okay. Mostly by accident. And one time because it was Amy's birthday, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so they didn't tell anybody. So they, of course they had people this year, and everybody the whole fun thing the whole weekend is they try to guess, try to guess, try to guess, right? So that was what I was most looking forward to. Now things I was not looking forward to: travel, because I hate I hate the whole build up to a flight. The security, the waiting, um, the questioning whether or not today's your day as you take off or you're flying. And, you know, am I going to be on the news that crashed and burned? Um, All of those things, switching of flights, get, you know, I just hate all of it. I just want to be there. I just want to be there. I want time travel to be a thing or I want uh, what's the thing from fucking Star Trek? Uh, Help me. Star Trek. Um uh um beaming, beaming at space balls. You know when like you're in a oh, teleport, teleport, teleport. Yeah. <laughs> took me 20 seconds to figure out that word. Um anyway, so I just hate all of it, right? And anytime we go anywhere, 9 times out of 10, I got a lot of shit to do or a lot of shit is happening. So it's very stressful for me to leave work. CFC. Um So all of those things and the last thing the heat now It's weird because I hate the winter I love heat. I love being able to go fish You know fucking short shorts nuts hanging Tank top cut just the way I like it, you know wind blowing on my nips all of that. I love just being comfortable With that being said, I hate being hot Um, I hate being humid. I hate being sticky AC goes on in the car at the end of March. It goes off probably Thanksgiving. Um, I like the cool air. If I'm laying in the house, I don't want to be hot. I want some cool air, some AC on me. When we sleep, even better. Last night when I entered the room after Amy went to bed, uh, 59 degrees. So I like to be cool. Now, uh, a week ago or a week before we left, they said that it was going to be nice, 75, 78 That sounds amazing. Sunny and seventy-five. Is there anything better? No, there's fucking nothing better than that. Um, But when we got there, that wasn't the case. (laughs) And I'll explain in a little bit. But first, let's start with the travel because I have seen friends, you know, whether it's face, post, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know, TikTok, fucking whatever. I've seen people post about nightmare scenarios with planes, right? Now, the only thing that ever happened to me was I was going to Alaska one time and a flight got delayed going into Seattle, I think. And I pulled a heel move and there was a guy next to me who was also catching this next flight to... Anchorage, Alaska, and so I I, boop did the button, and I said, hey, um, we're still in the air, and my flight's supposed to be leaving in five minutes, so I'm not going to make it, and I don't want to spend the night, and it's like the middle of the night, too. It's like midnight. I don't want to make it to Anchorage tomorrow. I have to go meet with a high school, (sighs) and I go, this guy next to me, too. He's going to Anchorage. You know what I mean? Um, So is there any way you can radio to them to hold that flight? And she did. (laughs) So I get off the flight, Seattle, which Washington looked awesome. Looked a lot like Maine actually from what I saw from the air. Um, And I ran to the terminal and dude, these people had been sitting on this plane for like an extra 25 minutes not backing up, not moving. I trapes on, and everybody, you know, and you can just read people's. You can just know, you know, what they're thinking from the looking the whole plane, like a hundred and something people, just going. This fucking asshole. The guy bailed on me. The guy uh, healed it up and just decided it was too much. It was too much running. Whatever. He was a little bit older, and he decided to stay the night. So it was only me. So I didn't even have an alibi, right? So. That was the, and and that's that's minor, right? Now, I had heard rumblings and tumblings. (laughs) Not rumblings and tumblings. Rumblings that flights are really bad now. I've heard that our home airport, Portland, Maine, is very bad. Canceled flights, flights not existing, flights getting delayed. Not just Maine, but all over the country, right? So, I had heard I had heard, excuse me, I just burped in the mic. Um, I had heard rumblings of this, and I just thought, please God, just, just don't let that happen to me. Daddy just wants to get on the flight. Which, by the way, also too, I fucking hate leaving from port. I'm a direct guy, right? If I'm going to Alaska, Hawaii, uh, Montana, when we go to Montana, uh, there's no real direct flight from anywhere, even Boston right into Montana. It's you usually got to stop in Minnesota. So I get that if that's, you know what you got to do, but um, for like, you know, to, to St. Louis, bro, let me leave from Manchester. Let me move, leave from Boston. I want a direct flight. I don't want to stop in any airports. I don't want there to be any confusion. If, which I'm going to explain, I don't want any confusion. If, if one flight doesn't take off on time, And it fucks up the next one, one plane. And also, too, as I'll explain, there's more chances they could fucking lose your luggage, okay? So, I like to avoid all that. If I can drive 90 minutes to Boston, park my truck, pay whatever the fucking outrageous parking fee is, that to me is worth it. To just get on a flight, fly through the air, hopefully not die, because I'm scared of flying, Um, and just land where I am. I don't want to do the changeovers. Amy, for some reason, thinks that Portland is the best place to leave from. Portland is, it's a closet. That's how big it is. It's as big as a fucking closet, okay? And you can't go direct anywhere, especially not now. So no matter where you're leaving from in Portland, you're going to have to stop somewhere. I don't want to stop. I want to go direct. And I want a $9 Coors Light on the flight. It's going to be a long podcast. Um... So, we get to Portland Jetport at noon. I think our flight's at 145 or 155, so two. Um, and you can get there really late, maybe even 1230, because, like I said, it's fucking tiny. So, we get there. Um, oh, excuse me, no, this isn't even how it happened. My, my brain is mush. Before we even go, uh, the flight gets canceled. <laughs> So we're like, well, we we just, we just, Amy's like, we better go see if we can get another flight. Okay. So we go, we wait in this line of all these people that had their flights canceled. We get to the front. The lady goes, oh, we're going to put you on one, um, to DC, DC at five. So she goes, do you want to wait here? And I go, nope. She goes, oh, we should, we should. So now, we got four hours. The fuck, four hours. We haven't even left yet. So we fucking leave the airport. We go down the road to a, a, a local watering hole, and we have lunch. Um. So we go back to the airport after a pretty shitty lunch. On the way back to the airport. That flight gets canceled. (laughs) Apparently, the flight never existed. Hey, look. I don't pretend to be an expert. I don't pretend to know anything about maintaining flights and all of that, right? But I do know that the thing someone purchases should exist. You know what I mean? So... We go back to the airport. Still, we don't have a flight. We're not on a flight. So they go, oh, we can put you on a flight to DC again at 6.55? I'm just, I think these are the times. At this point, I'm blood red mad, okay? So, we go up, we go through security, 100% this flight's happening, says it's on time, right? We go into the terminal. We got time to waste. So we go to some bar. I get some beer that I will never even drink ever again in my life because they didn't have anything great or craft like Coors or Bush Light. Um, all they had was this local nonsense that tasted like a goddamn anus fungi. <laughs> anus fungi and goat jizz. Um, so kill some time, go over to the gate, flight gets delayed, I go, eh, that's okay, 30 minutes more goes by, flight gets delayed, lady gets on the PA, everybody's been there, right, so uh, there's something that if we took off with the plane, all of you would have died, so we're going to fix X, 30 more minutes goes by, they go, we're gonna be delayed again. So now we're inching up close to this eight to nine o'clock hour, which I think our flight from DC takes off at like 1050. Right? So what is it to DC like 60 minutes? So we're starting to cut it close. So I'm getting mad just thinking about this right now. I gotta think a minute. I need to sip my, my ghost citrus lemon lime energy drink. It tastes delightful. Anytime, I have an addictive personality, so anytime I get into something, I have like a, one or two a day until I hate it. Um, so this is, this is creeping up on the hate category very soon. But for now, it's good. So, okay. So now this day has started early. Been to the airport twice. Been sitting at the airport for a total of six hours at this point. Um, your boy has spent like $30 on two beers and they got on the PA and she goes, um, yeah, hi. Um, so we need to re refuel one of the something. So they were like, you know, or refuel or fix one of the, the fucking propellers. I don't know. She goes, they're coming over now across the, the, the tarmac to do it. 20 minutes goes by. So it's looking like we're going to leave in about 15 minutes. You get where I'm going with this. Okay. This went on for another hour. I don't even think we got on the flight. We got on the flight two and a half hours late. You know, we took off fully knowing we're probably going to miss the flight in DC. So I, I just, I don't, and, and there are, very few places in the world I want to go less than the hellscape that is Washington, D.C. I went one time when I was a kid. I saw Abe Lincoln's dick. Um, I saw the White House. And I don't ever need to see it again. Okay? I don't ever need to see it again. Um, it's just like the epitome of a cramped – that in New York City, Philly, like those kind of places. Like I don't want to be an ant in an ant farm. I don't, I don't want to do that. So – we get into D.C. <clears throat> I think 20 minutes after our, our plane took off. Now, your boy, he doesn't – I don't like to I – was, I was anti-checking bags until Hawaii when Amy and I went on our first trip together. She was the one that introduced me to that check bag life. All I bring on is a, is a Lululemon backpack, which is another story for another time. It's a great backpack. Don't make fun of me. Um And I don't got to have a a, a carry-on. And I can bring more uh, fit stuff, as the fuckboys say. Um, So we get there late. And I've never missed missed a flight in my life, like I said. So we go down to the counter. We – they say, okay, well, we have a flight for tomorrow morning at – 5.50 in the morning. (laughs) It's 11 p.m. They give us a hotel voucher to a hotel that the lady said was three miles away. Ended up being eight. Uh, She gave us a taxi ride voucher. So we're taken care of, right? But first, we got to go talk to baggage or get our bag, right? Because it missed the flight. So where the fuck is the bags? So we go down to bag claims. We wait. She goes, Yep, that's your bags coming out right there because it, it didn't get on the flight. We wait for twenty minutes. We wait for thirty minutes. No bags. <laughs> Zero bags. Zilch bags. Ball sack bags. <laughs> and um fuck. And uh, so we get in the line, which it's crazy even seeing this. Uh, There was only one person allowed in the bad claim room at a time. Hey, guys. Are we done COVID or aren't we? Simple quash. Simple quash, dude. Um, So... Each time, you know, one of these people, it's like the kid. Do you remember Parks and Rec when Adam goes to Washington and he runs some office? And there's a kid who's a super douche, a super Chad who works for him like in a suit. And it's just like he goes to Georgetown or whatever the fuck. And he's an intern. Every fucking, if you've been to D.C., you know what I'm talking about. There was like all of these like between 20 and 24-year-old kids dressed to the nines, 10.50 at night, 11 o'clock at night with a mask on. Um, that are on the phone talking loudly, which, fuck you, okay? <laughs> Put the phone to your ear and be quiet. I don't want to see you with AirPods in, buds, whatever the fuck they're called, talking, screaming to yourself in a public place. Stop. That's number one. This Chad walks up. Excuse me, is this the line? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, three other people asked us that. Now, so now it's 11:30, right? We finally get into the, the, the bag claim spot. I go, so I, actually, excuse me, I don't fucking say anything. <laughs> Amy trapes is right up and she says, um, we're looking for our bags. They were supposed to come out over there. The lady cuts her off and goes, "Oh yeah, we're done doing uh, we're done doing uh, bag claims for the night. What is it 10:30? 1130. It's, yeah. She looks over and the lady goes, it's 1130. She goes, oh yeah, I think we're closed for the night. She goes, you guys will have to come get him in the morning. And I go, hold on. <laughs> we just got in. Okay. Uh, they shouldn't be lost. I go, they were supposed to go on to St. Louis with a certain flight that left before we got here. So, They're somewhere here. I go, so here's my bag tag. Can you tell me if this is going to St. Louis tomorrow? Do we need to get it in the morning? Anything. She goes, oh, okay. So I had to, I had to push for this, right? Now, a normal person would have just, working would have just said, dude, I, as I go through life, not saying this woman's dumb, but at least I give a fuck. Okay. At least I try. I'm very dumb. I've discussed this. If you are a longtime listener of the pod, you know how dumb your boy is. I just try to use common sense and I try to work very, very hard. And at this point, I have somewhat made a living for myself doing that. It's all you can ask for, right? So she goes, yeah, that will be on the so-and-so flight tomorrow at 5.55. I go, great, that's our flight, perfect. But I still don't know if they're going to show up, right? So now it's getting close to midnight. We go out, get a fucking cab. We ride this cab, which is, excuse me, another burp. It's supposed to be three miles away. It's like 10 miles away to a hotel. We see the Washington Monument. see the White House in the distance. I don't give a fuck. There could have been intergalactic space war outside of my window. There could have been anything outside of my window, and I, I wouldn't have cared. I don't care. Go to this hotel. Um, we go to check in. Before we check in, a lady runs up, and she goes, Excuse me, I need a new room. <laughs> the room you gave me that I entered, two people were sleeping in it. <laughs> Dude, that could have been all kinds of bad. This lady was like in her 60s. She could have, she could have went in. She could have seen people uh, DTing, DPN, uh barbed wire, shocking, silk the shocking, waterboarding. Uh, all. <laughs> Dude, this is the content you're here for, right? Right. Okay. So I know at this point we're fucked. Because if, if the lady at the front in this hotel... What the hell was it? A budget a holiday inn? I don't know what the fuck it was, okay? It was not great. Um, she she finally checked us in. I was like, all right. What the fuck? I don't want to enter a room that somebody's already in. So, like, turn the key. We go in. Um, it's like 1230. Uh, guess what? We got to be up in like three hours to go back to the fucking airport. And hopefully get our bags. So... Try to go to sleep. I got no toiletries. I got, I got travel butt. Do I even need to explain to anybody what travel butt is? Especially in the summer. I'm wearing like shorts and a t-shirt and Vans. Your boy's been sweating. I'm gross. I got no toothbrush. I got no face wash. I got nothing, okay? On top of that, the AC isn't working. <laughs> DC in the summer, baby. It had to be 99 at whatever time this was in, O oh, dark 30. So the next day we get up. Uh, I tried not to look at the room because it looked like someone had either been murdered or, or a porn was filmed there. 100% of porn has been filmed there. Um, we go back to the, to the airport. I get a nice breakfast, okay? Um, get a nice iced Americano. You know that cost me probably sixty-seven dollars, um, and we board the flight, and we go to St. Louis, we get off, and we go to bag claim, <laughs> and our bags were there. Our bags were there, um, and a joy washed over me. Now, also too, uh, no masks anymore in airports. Gotta say, this would have been ten times as worse with a mask. So, we get there. Now, I've said in the past that your boy doesn't like heat. Uh, What I mean by that is I don't like oppressive heat. Now, you know, put me on a beach in Hawaii. 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 80 degrees, no problem uh Montana in June, nice crisp mountain air, not that much of humidity. Give me 80. It's okay. Give me all the 80. Okay. Um when I stepped off the plane um I'm 99% sure I had instant swamp ass. Instant. Um my phone Anytime you're in a place that hot and humid, when you have a phone, uh, it's used to the cold air, the AC in an airport. When you step outside, it 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 fucking fogged up. Okay, it fogged up. Okay, so I'm already I'm already having a real tough time. Okay, so we go to Enterprise. We go get the car. We go to the hotel, which was the Holiday Inn. Haven't uh, haven't listened to Holiday Inn by Chingy in some time, but it was only right that we did. Um, so anyway, so we go check in. We're late. Uh, we go to the First Form facility to get our check-in bags, our badges. You get like free protein. You get a free bag with your name on it. You get these fucking awesome sunglasses that fuck so hard. Um, a bunch of free stuff, lanyards, you know, just the bag and the stuff in it alone is worth 200 bucks, right? Um, a hat. Oh dude, a fucking straw hat. Oh my God. Just great stuff. Stuff, all stuff that I am currently using. Um, so you go into like this store, they have like a store with all their apparel, right? Like a tent set upside their facility and they i we walked in and they finally i finally was at an event where they had one of those 360 cams you know what i'm talking about i'm sure you guys have seen these where they put like a phone or a certain camera on a thing that goes 360 around a stationary object and they slow it down and speed it up and slow it down and you get to do all this crazy stuff so we were watching everybody else do it and everybody was doing very self-centered serious stuff like dancing or you know showing their abs or showing their you know their gonk a gonk and or just like throwing up like you know a symbol whatever like people were taking it ser- like funny but seriously that's not us okay so amy goes what if cuz okay so initially we're going to do suck it we're going to do the dx suck it, <laughs> but now there's a bunch of people waiting right so she's like okay i'm going to drop it low i'm going to turn around and smack your ass And that's going to be it. And I go, I love you. Let's go. (laughs) So we go up there. (laughs) We do this. And um, (laughs) dude, I thought about this so much as it happened. We do this, right? And from the side, there's a couple of guys watching. And we do it. And all of a sudden I hear, oh hell nah. Shit, now nah, I've done seen it all, dude, and I've thought about it every day since. <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, who brought the weird people from Maine? Me. Hey Mike. What the fuck? Um, anyway. Oh hell nah. Now I done seen It All. Like, was that the craziest thing this guy had seen? And I saw this guy and this other guy multiple times throughout the weekend, because it's all the same people. And every time he saw me, he looked at me like, oh, there goes that cuck. <laughs> there goes that cuck. Uh- <laughs> so we did that. <laughs> And, okay, so I'm going to speed up the story. So the rest of the trip was great. Um, A couple of takeaways. uh, I say this every year. uh, It is such a breath of fresh air to go to First Forum. So um, that was Friday afternoon. Friday night, we had the dinner that's on, like, a rooftop. It's near Ballpark Village. If you've ever been to St. Louis, right by where the Cardinals play, uh, you know – they got like, you know, sponsored trainers, you know, social media people, whatever. Um, it's a good dinner. You meet a bunch of people. Uh, met this really nice couple. Um, another guy that was wearing a, a, a Hawaiian shirt like myself. So we hit it right off. Um, it's cool because you meet you meet so many different types of people. and But everybody's so nice. All different races, religions, backgrounds, parts of the country, parts of the world it's just really nice and everybody's really nice. It's like a nice break from what society tells you is going on, which is that everybody hates everybody. Um, There is really none of that there. Like it's, it's quite amazing actually. Um, And I always say when I leave, like a lot of my takeaways are, um, a lot of my takeaways are that I wish more people like that, live locally around here. (laughs) Um, I wish I knew more people like that. Um, that a lot of different types of people can coexist if they all believe in one thing. And that's just purveying of good, uh, and keeping good care of themselves and others. Um, that's a big thing. Um, and also too, the most important thing is that your boy doesn't wear the tightest clothing anymore, guys. Now, Anybody who knows me knows your boy likes it tight, dude. It's gotten tighter and tighter over the years. It's gotten shorter and shorter. Tight shirts, fucking uh, sh- tight shorts, tight pants, fucking painted on pants, right? Um, fuck this baggy stuff that all these Gen Z kids are doing. Oh, you're 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 dressing like a fucking uh, the dude in the Breakfast Club, Judd Nelson? Judd Nelson? You dressing like him? Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. I swear to God, if throwback jerseys come back, I'm done, dude. Chuck, chuck me, chuck me in a river, dude. Chuck me in a river if throwbacks come back. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, your boy's not the tightest dresser anymore. Your boy wears really. I was wearing above the shoulder, above the knee jorts, Vans, and a button-down Hawaiian shirt to below my chest, so my chest hair could flow, and a hat. And your boy was middle of the road middle of the road, middle O road, dude. Um, there are guys. Okay. So (laughs) two things also. So the, the tight thing also too, um, that's just the style. That's what those guys wear and girls wear. Everybody is just in phenomenal shape. Everybody has got, you know, their best dressed on and here I am dressed like this. Um, but it's a, it's a comforting thing for me. It's a comforting thing. I no longer get looked at as like, now if I walked into a bar in Maine, dressed how I dress, the first time I wore stretchy jorts to a bar, it was like I walked in and I had a fucking uh, a, a, a piece of shit hanging out of my face. Like I, people just, dude, nobody gave a shit here. So I love that. I love that aspect. Okay, I love it. But also at the same time, your boy is sweating through his shirt. He's sweating through his shorts. Okay? It's it's nonstop sweat. Nonstop sweat. You know, I don't know how women do it with makeup or even the guys there that weren't sweating that are maybe even from there. Um, you know when you're sweating so much that you wipe your face so much that you become an uglier version of yourself? <laughs> I got twice over, three times over back backtrack to ugly like just you can only wipe your face so many times before your face is like hey fuck it pal like you're gonna look terrible for the rest of the night that was me so um that the other takeaway is that and again it's to me it's good to do this it's good it's good to know to meet other people that are in fantastic shape more successful than you what have you right because you always want to be striving for more and more and more and more. Even when I think I'm doing a lot, I'm not really doing a lot um, compared to some of these, the guy who runs the company, some of the people who work there. You just meet people and you're like, fuck, I need to be doing more. I need to be doing more business-wise, health-wise. So it's a good like reset for me because I come back and I'm like, all right, time to go twice as hard in the gym, time to go twice as hard on my nutrition. I need to look better next year from when I go back and, uh, again, feel like dog shit because there's guys there with 26, 26, 27, 28 abs, you know, you know, the abs literally go onto their cock. <laughs> no, but they're all nice and everybody's super nice. And I always enjoy seeing people that I met the year before. It's great. So yeah, everything was great It just, with the underlying, the underlying, just kind of always sweating and swamp assing. Um, I just don't know how people do it. I, I don't, I don't know how people do it. So every time we'd have an event, we would go back to the hotel to sit in the AC, which was literally always kept on 58. I bought a six pack, a tall boy Bush lights because that's, you know, Bush light Budweiser. It's all brewed right there in St. Louis. I think it was four bucks for a tall boy, six pack pounders of Bush lights. So I would just lay there naked With a bush light on my chest and just trying to cool down until we had to go do the next thing. So, last night, Saturday, uh, this carnival thing starts at 3 and goes to like 10.30. So, it's a long fucking day. Now, I don't know if anybody else is like this. Maybe it's because I'm old now. But seven and a half hours on my feet, my fucking knees kill me, right? It's probably because I'm old. But I even had this issue... Back, like, even, like, when I was playing football, man, like, football practice, like, by the time we got to, like, two and a half hours, three hours in, man, my back hurt, my knees hurt. And that was when I was a young spry chicken, baby. That was when I was – oh, just hit the mannequin. Um, That was when I was fully, fully at my peak apeness. Um, So I don't know. Maybe it's just something with me. Maybe it's how I sit. Maybe it's how I stand. I don't know. Um, So we go to this thing, and like I said – They initially, they initially said that it was going to be like 80 max and not humid. We get there and we park and it's like 250 and I'm wearing a white shirt, sunglasses, a hat, and I am so fucking happy that I did this. I'm so happy. I had three different colors of jorts. I had the light, light, light jort. Regular kind of color jort and black jorts, right? Stretchy jorts, real tight, real short. And I said, I think at the last second I changed into black because I was like, if I wear the other ones, I might sweat through them and there'll be a massive asshole stain the whole time. And what do you know? Right when we got there, right when we checked in, right when we got into the carnival, music was blaring, all this stuff. I see this guy that I'd seen all weekend, big dude, wearing great outfit, like me, but times two, uh, wearing jorts, cut off flannel, cowboy hat with a huge fucking swamp ass stain. (laughs) And I thought, holy fuck, that could have been me. Wasn't me, though. We're black. Couldn't see it. Was sweating. Couldn't see it, though. So we go in. And it's, it's cool, man. Like there's food, there's fun things to do. There's, you know, tons of things to do. Like try, they ha- they just released an energy drink, which was super cool. So your boy had one of those. As soon as I did, I realized, oh my fucking God, it's 105 degrees out with 100% humidity. I need to drink water. So there's water, water aplenty at these, right? They, they buy like 30,000 water bottles for this shit. So anytime I can get a water guys, I drank 15 bottles of water. 15 Couldn't drink them fast enough. They were, they were serving nooners, high nooners, which I've recently discovered and I love. Would have one of those. Before I could even get done it, it would sweat out. I actively worked to try to catch a buzz. Not really actively. I'd have a drink like every like 45 minutes or an hour. I got like four hours in and I'm like, I have nothing left in my body. I have no water. I can't put water in my body fast enough. So now I'm just in survival mode, right? And they're getting ready to do the music. Now, this is what I came for, okay? Now, this is what I fucking came for. Now, Amy and I had many a discussions about who we thought it was going to be. And, and Amy, bless her heart, she doesn't like, sometimes she's like, oh, it'd be great if it was a country act. It'd be great if it was Morgan Wallen. It's like, babe, First Form is a very profitable company. Uh, two things. Morgan Wallen is on a stadium tour right now. Like, I think the night before, he did, like, 70,000 tickets in Minnesota. Pretty sure Morgan Wallen's asking price for something like this would be, like, three or four million dollars. So I I try to explain to her, like, that's not going to happen, you know? Also, on top of that, too, the crowd, uh, the kind of people that were there are very much into, like, rap, hip-hop, dance. I think country might go over well for one or two songs, but I don't think a whole country show – is what these people are looking for, you know what I'm saying? Which I'll tell you about more at the end. So, Amy was like, "Oh my god, if it was Pitbull, I'd die. I Go Pitbull would be a great pick." You know, Pitbull is, you know, just in that in that realm of Flo Rida, Nelly type stuff where um, you know, maybe 100k, 150, 200k, which is a which is what I think it probably would cost to book him. Um, but who the fuck knows? You know what I mean? Last year they had 3 so we go into it and baby, hold on. I downloaded this thing on my phone. Where is it? Oh, here it is. And guess who it was, dude. Dude, he puts it down like New York City, dude. Mr. 305, Mr. fucking worldwide walks out. I got a video of Amy. Amy looks like she's shit in her pants. She's so excited. Um, and, and, and I got to tell you, I got to tell you, you know, when you hear artists, you always go, Oh, I bet these people would suck live. I bet whatever. I got to say Pitbull didn't suck. I thought he, I thought he would suck. He didn't fucking suck. He had dancers. Uh, they had huge video screens everywhere. So like if he, if he sang a song that had a featured person, they would be up on the video screen. Um, it was, it was fucking, it was good. I was like, damn. I was like, that's a fucking hot start, dude. I just sounded like Canadian there. <laughs> that's a hot start. Um, don't know why I went Canadian there. Um, so I'm like, fuck, we got two more people to go. Like, they're starting with Pitbull. How can this get any better? So I'm like, all right. And now this is nearing the end of the weekend. Okay. Your boy has uh, sweated, literally lost three pounds of sweating, right? I've been hot. I've done workouts in the heat that I really didn't want to do, um, you know. I've I've just I've I've done my best. I've done my best as a 37 year old to keep pace um, with these, you know, younger folk. And they weren't all young. There are people are older than me there, um, for sure. So he gets done. Now we're expecting two more people, and. Uh, like 20 minutes later, a DJ just starts playing, right? But there's nothing happening. So literally everybody in the crowd is just thinking like, oh, this is just a, like an interim DJ to get to the next person. So then like, there's some technical difficulties and he calls for something. So they come up, they fix something. And then like five minutes later, everybody's like, is this the actual person that's coming on next? And the screens come on and it says, hold on, <laughs> Diplo. Uh, now, I don't pretend to understand, like, dance music or DJ music in general. Last year, it was Steve Aoki. Bro, after 10 minutes, I'm good. Talking about an hour, hour and a half in of the same. And it's just like, and and people fucking love it, dude. Like, people go nuts and it's just a beat and then it's all right everybody let's go crazy and they just build to a point where everybody jumps and it just it sounds like background music on 2k like on like on like on football or like a basketball game or something um and i I just i don't understand so anyway so he starts playing and there's some good stuff but it's 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 whatever you know and it goes 30 minutes and i'm like all right and it goes 40 minutes In 50 minutes, in an hour, in an hour and 15, everybody's kind of like, what is going on? Like, is the next person going on? It's getting close to 10 o'clock. And then he just goes, all right, this is my last song. And they start shooting off the fireworks, which last year when they did the fireworks, it was, you know, good night, game over. And there was like this weird confusion of like, is this it? Because last year there was three people. Diplo didn't even get an introduction. So we're thinking there was somebody else, but it got canceled or the person pulled out or whatever. But let me just tell you, even with that, Pitbull was fucking incredible. Diplo seems like a great guy. Checked out his social media. He's got a banger with Morgan Wallen, which obviously anybody who listens to this knows that that's one of my guys. So I knew of him from that and maybe a couple other big songs that he had had. But in general, I don't understand watching someone just DJ and it's just like basic house music. I just, I don't get it. Me and Amy were like, what the fuck? But dude, we felt weird because 98% of the people there were losing, were jizzing. You know what? Not even losing their minds, jizzing. I'll say it again. They were jizzing over this music. So I don't know. Am I, am I wrong? Has time passed me by? I don't know. But Diplo. It was Diplo, dude. So <laughs> that was it. Mm. That was it, dude. Summer smash. Went to the hotel. Guess what? Got to be back to get to work. Guess what? Not leave until Monday morning at O Dark 30. So I don't even know what we did Sunday. Oh, we did an eating tour. We went to a little diner, got a little breakfast, which apparently, again, I keep wanting to say South because St. Louis to me feels like the South. But it's like direct smack dab in the middle of the country. It's not really the South. Midwest? It feels like the South. There was like sausage gravy and biscuits on everything, right? So we do that. uh, Get coffee. Get some work done. We go to this town. We go to this town. I put it on my Instagram story. We go to this town that looks like the town in Roadhouse or like the Lincoln Lawyer with McConaughey. Oh, no, no, no. Or, 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 Or Mud with McConaughey, right? It looks like... We're a good Catholic community around here. and We don't need any trouble in this here town. It looked like that, right? Um, big clock tower. <laughs> I just sounded like the heel lawyer in my cousin Vinny. You know what I'm talking about? You probably don't. Anyway, um, so we did that, and then we were like, all right, let's go back to the AC. Because, hey, guys, you know what? It was in the car. You want to know what the car said? You want to know what the fucking car thermometer said? 107. We went into a place and the lady's like, Oh, you're from Maine. Yeah. It's too cold there for me. And we're like, Oh yeah, this is wild. How do you live? She's like, Oh, this is nothing. Wait till tomorrow. I'm not going to be here tomorrow, but okay. Um, so I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how people do it. Like, I, I don't know how you live in a place like that. At least like Arizona, it's dry heat. Give me all the fucking dry heat, dude. Give me, give me crisp mountain air. Give me dry heat in Hawaii. Um, This was too much heat and the humidity. No, man. No. Um, so go back to the hotel. I have my final bush light naked, (laughs) just fucking spread Eagle on a bed. We got two twin, two queen beds. So both nights, we, we thought this was the funniest thing. We would do whatever during the day. Um, and then at night we would go our separate ways and we would sleep in these two fucking queen beds. Cause we both sleep really hot. So we both would be spread Eagle naked in the AC, just like old people. Um, and so we had like at my final bushlight. like, all right, let's go get some St. Louis barbecue. Cause anybody who knows me knows that your boy fucking loves barbecue. I haven't used my smoker as much as I should. So we go to some barbecue place as we're walking in. There are people sitting on the patio at like four o'clock in a hundred and something degree weather eating fucking ribs. I don't even know what to say anymore. We go in, we get the smorgasbord plate, the prison tray plate we eat. And it was just at that moment, it was all worth it, baby. I had brisket. I had fucking sausage. i had smoked Turkey. I had pulled pork. I had fucking comb bread, all the cornbread dude. The cornbread was different too. It was more cakey, way more cakey. Um, but it was great. So then we go back to the hotel And of course, we had to get up at two thirty in the morning. <laughs> Drop the car off at three a.m. Shuttle onto Charlotte, where everybody looked like they were getting ready to go play nine holes of golf. Um, and then we 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 fucking took that took that plane ride home. Everything was on time. Our bag showed up. Thank Christ. Uh, and I came. I went home. Changed. Went right into went right into work because Daddy had to catch up. And last week was kind of a blur. Last week, I drove to Booth Bay Harbor. I, drew, I drove to Smithfield. I got a drive to Belgrade soon for work with Catalyst. Our wholesale is going really well, so we're busy. You know, and I just didn't have time to pod. And this was going to take a while. It was going to take a while. I could have done a whole pod just about the travel thing and about the heat and about how I'm not the tightest fucking jort wearer anymore. But, oh. Uh, God, anybody, if you, I don't ever go to Missouri or say, I mean, first forms there. It's cool. And all the people there are cool. But if you didn't know those people and you're just a a dude who lives in like somewhere in Missouri, just don't go live in Antarctica. You'd have a better time. It's just, I don't. And again, I just don't know how people do it. I don't know how to deal with the heat. I don't know how they deal with just being in the middle of the country where the closest ocean is like 3000 miles away. I just don't, I don't know how people do it. It's wild to me, but yeah, holy shit. So that was my St. Louis story. Hope you guys are still listening. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so actually coming up, I'm looking into, uh, it's actually not bad at all. Uh, got all my programs set up, got another mic coming. I'm going to be starting doing two mics set up, baby. Going to do some podcasts with some people. Now, it's 80% of the time going to be me. Because I don't want to work to get guests every week. That's fucking stupid. Um, But there will be guests coming up. Going to get a better camera for video. So I can do a video pod and put it on YouTube. Um, And that's all I got coming up. We're back on schedule now. I'm back. Last week fucked me up, okay? Um, If you are following along with me, it's Kyle underscore Catalyst on instagram if you want to follow the business it's CFCware. wear cfc wear um cfc got a sale coming up wednesday june 29th Um also going to be doing the thick boy stuff coming back for thick boy summer um thank you guys for listening to my my podcast every time i log in it's hilarious to me to see how many people discover these episodes every week um you have any questions, comments, concerns. If you want to rate and review it, you can, you know how to do that. I'm not going to fucking tell you how to do it. Like everybody else does. You know how to rate and review. Okay. Okay. So with that being said, I'm out. I'm going to go home. Amy, the riding lawnmower that Amy got me that I talked about a couple podcasts ago, finally came. I'm going to go mow the lawn in a goddamn speedo. Then I'm going to go fish and it's going to be a great night. It's going to be a Barefoot Blue G night, All American night in Buxton, Maith. I'm out. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you next week, baby.